What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Ghost of Night, a paranormal and true crime podcast. Tonight, we're covering Indiana hauntings. Fuck yeah. Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Hoosier daddy. You know, I did live in Indiana for a short time. I did not. I did for a very short time. For a year of my life, I lived in that great state. I got one for you. What? You know how The Rock takes a piss? How does The Rock take a piss? He dwains his Johnson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funnier the more you think about it. Well, the sad thing is I knew where you were going with it. I didn't quite get the verbiage exactly correct, but I kind of knew where we were going. Oh, yes, no. but what like else I, said, I got? We're covering Indiana uh, hauntings. We, you know, back in the day of this podcast... Yesterday. I did. I did Ohio hauntings. Was like episode number two, I think. And my original goal was to hit all fifty states. Oh, so we finally get into the second state at episode two fifteen. Get somebody from Hawaii talking about it. That'd be interesting. They wouldn't understand shit. They'd be like, I went down to the store. I got some spam and eggs. But surprisingly, you know, I figured that that would be you know fifty episodes. Back in yeah. episode two, I didn't know. If episode two i didn't know if i was going to get to and then 213 episodes later we come around to the second state right which is a very good episode of, not a good episode but it's very well viewed on the youtube oh is it yes did you put hashtag indiana in this one a, no i put it in the see i'm not big on hashtags mm. on youtube i've i've tried hashtags on youtube i on, mean a couple on like the two or like on like the, four or five on the videos i've tried it and has it increased any? Now, yeah. shorts, apparently they kick ass. Well, I thought that the hashtags worked on uh, Instagram reels, but then I found out we're fucking shadow banned on Instagram. So, real quick, house cleaning. Anybody who follows us on Instagram, I'm probably just not going to post anything for like... They said it could last anywhere from 14, like a week to a, a month. Sweet. So, I'm just going to like give it like a week of not posting anything and see if they unshadow ban us. <laughs> Because I even tried to fucking like link it, podcast link in my bio on my personal Instagram. It didn't do shit. It got like fucking like 30 views, I think. That's all right. Uh, But so be on the lookout for uh, future states. We'll sprinkle them in. We'll drop them in every now and then. Sprinkle. Basically, when we don't have a good idea for a show. (laughs) Let's be honest. Which is like a 50-50 shot. Right. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, so tonight, let's start this party off with a place in Indiana that I I have I don't want to say I have experience with. I've never been there, but I know some people that have been at this particular location, and I've seen some evidence from this particular location. Yeah, and it's not 
super well known. I mean, there's a few videos on YouTube about it, but you've piqued my interest, sir. And it's called Draper's Cabin, also known as Draper's Meadow. Now it's a cabin in I think it's in the state park, southern or southern Ohio, southern Indiana, uh, close to Bloomington, I think. Mm. You know what I'm going to say? What? Do the carpets match the drapes in Draper's Cabin? What the fuck was that noise? That sounded like an old fucking boxy Chevy truck. Is that a trash can? Yeah, it's trash. It's trash night. I was gonna say it sounds like a shitty old truck fucking a snorkel. City old truck fucking. It's pretty accurate. I can't even picture that, and I can picture shit in my head. Dipstick. It's probably about the only oh, thing okay. that you fit in there. <laughs> Maybe like the thin end of a blinker knob. Now, whatever the fuck you want to call that thing, the toggle switch. Getting back to Draper's Cabin. Uh, like I said, it's in a state park. I believe it's in a state park, close to Bloomington, close to IU. Uh, Hoosiers. Now, it's hard to get into. It's a vacation spot. People actually rent this place out. Just a haunted Airbnb. That's a big thing. That's a big thing. Well, it's not for the uh, – it's not – I mean, it doesn't have a lot of luxuries. It's a cabin. From the eighteen seventeen or right, whatever. Is it worse than the Conjuring Cabin? Have right. you seen that place? I've not seen any other Conjuring. That place, I'm pretty sure, has it. No, the actual one. Oh, oh, I would say no. Yeah, it's worse than that. I would say. I was gonna say because I think that one actually has some amenities. This does not have much, from what I have been told. Now, the paranormal paranormal activity that has been spotted there and experienced there naturally ghostly ghostly apparitions, which. I will kind of get into some of this from the experiences that I've been told about. Uh, some visitors have reported seeing the aberration of a man and a woman at the cabin. Uh, it, it is believed that the man is John Draper, the original owner of the cabin, and the woman is naturally his wife. John Draper, <laughs> Jingleheimer Schmidt. Uh, now, strange noises. <laughs> we knew you were going to go there. What the hell? Uh, strange noises have been reported. As in with all haunted locations. That's just, that's not haunted locations. That's just fucking houses. That is true. Uh, visitors have reported hearing unexplained noises such as footsteps, whispers, and laughter. Mm. Uh, moving objects. Some mm. visitors claim to have seen objects move on, objects move on their own, uh, such as uh, chairs being moved, doors being shut and closed. The doors being shut and closed, like, I, I don't. That shit is so fucking, like, potentially explainable in um, so many. I guess maybe less so in a place like this that doesn't have like now from ventilation. The people that I have uh, talked to that have actually been here multiple times have experienced uh, doorknobs jiggling, the doorknob mm. jiggling, or it is, I believe it's an older type of handle. Like somebody who's trying to get in, they have experienced that at night. Uh, the window has like I think the wooden don't shutters. Quote, yeah, don't on the inside. I think mm. don't quote me on that. The real shutters it's, that actually shut. Yes, and it, they have been jiggled. So you know, take that for what it's worth. But at least in any haunting, you want to have some moving objects. Objects, which classifies more of a poltergeist type activity when chairs get moved and stuff like that. But you do want some sort of. Movement by objects. Doesn't poltergeist just mean like loud spirit? Uh, noisy ghost, basically, yeah. I believe, is the German. Poltergeist! 
Leave it to the fucking Germans to name something so benign, so potentially benign, something that could be so aggressive when you say, "I have a you have a, do you have a poltergeist, sir?" Nine. I have a poltergeist. Then. <laughs> well, we're having luck with the Germans today, so let's we'll just roll with the Nazis. Nine, 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 nine. Ich den freaking schnucken, Uh, cold spots. Now, cold spots. I've never. When it comes to paranormal, again, fucking boring, man. Bring me something better. I have a love-hate relationship with cold spots. If it's like drastic, it's just it's very rarely not that far, or that drastic. They let me hold on. You're the one that had a stroke. I can't fucking talk. Yeah, apparently, now. Jesus. Don't steal it's my very thunder. rarely a drastic enough temperature change to really make it be like, oh shit. If it's 104 degrees and you show me a fucking cold spot that's like 13 degrees, yeah, then we can talk. Right. I mean, I, I want it to be like, you know, summer night in a haunted location, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're seeing your breath. Right. And it like be, in the movies. And it'd be very short-lived. I don't want you to be walking through it. I want to mm-hmm. be standing in one location, like sitting in a chair, doing an investigation, and all of a sudden, like, it moves in and then moves out. And then the Babadook comes and fucks you in the ass. Mm-hmm. Why you always got to take it to anal play? Because that's what the Babadook does. No. He gets in that Babadookie hole. But <laughs> That was bad. That was horrible. Oh, while it's on my mind, though, interesting thing. I'm, I'm sure some people that will listen to this and might watch this uh, have experienced this. Have you watched – have you ever seen Black Mirror? On Netflix? I tried to watch a couple episodes. I've watched maybe one or two episodes a couple years. Well, I mean, yeah, they're all different. There's yeah. three seasons out, but have you watched Black Mirror uh, Bandersnatch or whatever the fuck? Bandersnatch? Yeah. No, I have not. Well, it threw me off because the Bandersnatch is a is a, 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 a antagonist from um, Alice in Wonderland. Oh. It's the big fucking fuck off thing. I don't think I've ever seen Alice in Wonderland. Honestly. Or read the books? No. Oh, my, my. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. But, uh, yeah, no, it's actually pretty cool. You should try it. I got, I got, uh, I, I got, um, stoned, I think is the way they say it nowadays. And I watched it because it's on Netflix. It's an interactive mo- film. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure book back from, from back in the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, like every so often it's like it'll come to a point where it's you can make a one of two decisions, and then it goes on from there. Sweet. It's pretty cool when you're stoned. What does that got to do with cold spots? Oh, no, it just popped <laughs> okay. into my head. And then I was like, I need to say it or else I'll forget it. This is the beauty that is us. I would say 7.6 out of 10 would recommend. Would watch again. Okay. I, no, I probably would watch again. Because I can't remember all, all the decisions I made, so the, I, that kind of nullifies the reason for watching it again. Because if I can't remember the decisions I made, I can't make the other decisions. It actually kind of interesting. I watched it with better half. Like, it, we got to the point where we were actually like, which one do we do? You have to do this one, right? If we don't do this one, then, like, it's all for, it's all for fuck. It's all for fuck. We're running out of time! Push the goddamn button! That's the second Rush Hour quote in the last, like, three weeks. Damn good movie. Yeah, dude, I slept on Rush Hour. Not all of them, but Rush, Rush Hour is fucking is funny. Pretty hot and tempting. Is that, is that Rush Hour? Is was that another Tucker movie? Oh, I can't. I get them confused. Uh, well, let's face it. All Chris Tucker movies are pretty much the same fucking movie. 
just one some have Jackie Chan, some don't. Oh no! Isn't that that's Friday, isn't it? No, I don't think it's Friday. when he's talking to the girl that's supposed to look like Janet Jackson. I don't think it's Friday. I it might be. I could be wrong. This is getting racist. We're basically saying all all Chris Tucker movies sound the same. But yeah, no. Well, they uh, kind of do. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> anyway, okay. You ain't got no job. Getting back to cold spots. You know, like you said, you know, I need more than cold spots. It can be interesting given during an investigation, given the scenario activity that has happened or or what's going on. But you also, it's one of those things you have Marvin to pay. Day. You have to pay attention to where you're at. And if you're in an inside location where ducks are, where the ventilation is, is yeah. there a draft? You know, you it's very debunkable. But you have to put the effort in. Well, so, that's the, that was my whole point. But in a place like this, you don't have that. You don't have to worry about that, right? Right. They don't have any. They don't have any ducting or or. But HVAC being, being a cabin, I would imagine there could be some ventilation issues, as in some drafty windows. There could be airflow, cabin fever. Different thing, but close. I find that to be also a, a slightly slept on film. Has that got Judd Nelson in it? I don't remember. I, 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 I enjoyed it, but I haven't watched it in so fucking long. Personal favorite movie that took place in a cabin. Other than Secret Window with Johnny Depp. Thought that I really liked that movie. Okay. Fucking uh, Evil Dead. Also one of, the, one of the few horror movies that I think the remake is better than the original. Maybe. Have you watched it? I've been... Have I you saw. watched the remake? I don't think I've seen the remake. Oh, I'm dude. I'm sure I've not seen the remake. Dude, definitely watch the remake. The, that, the remake of that movie is fucking low-key, like low key actually kind of fucking terrifying. It's just so much... Well, like You just take today's technology and mm -hmm. shit like that and like makeup and shit, and it just makes it for such a fucking scary movie. Not even... I don't even know if I would call it scary. It's like the kind where you're just like... Ugh. Um, but like I was saying, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Cold spots, you know. Segway. It's, it's very, de very debunkable. You, you, but you have to put your evidence or your due diligence in to prove that evidence, if it is evidence. You know. You, I just go ahead. You, and it has to, like you said earlier, it has to be a dramatic change. If it's seventy-two degrees and and all of a sudden it drops down to seventy. I'm not buying it much. Right. But it like, drops down to 65, 50s, in the 60s, 50s. Okay, now we're talking. We we might have something. And it depends, like I said, it depends on how it comes in. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, yeah. that was my point. Is like, you see all these people, they're like, that's a six degree difference, dude. That's fucking crazy. This isn't climate. Mind you not, there is an open window six feet away. Right. And you have to be aware of your surroundings. And that... And most investigators, especially, I, don't, I hate using the word amateurs, but the novice, don't really look into that. Mm -hmm. You have to look into that. Uh, now, the one place where Draper's Cabin, I think, really sets itself apart from, sets itself apart, there we go, I'll get it out eventually, is... See, she sells seashells by the seashore, Phil. Yes, is the feeling of dread that people get. Now, I've been in locations with this as well. Yeah. You, you know me. I don't scare easy. I've been in certain investigations where something has come over me to where mm -hmm. I felt dread. I will walk 
buck naked dark, in any dark room and not be scared. But I have had scenarios. <laughs> Everybody else will be. <laughs> that's a, that's a story for another day. But I have been in certain scenarios, been in certain rooms where I have felt something, you know, felt dread. And been in the same room 15, 20 minutes later or beforehand and not felt, you know. So there is something to that. And there's, a, well, I think the problem with that one too is like, Going back to, as we said, the novice investigators, which, I mean, who isn't? Everybody's a fucking novice and when it comes to ghost hunting and shit like that. We don't fucking know what we're doing. We have an idea of what works, but nothing actually is concrete and scientific. That being said, good point. when you have somebody, because let's be real, we both know there's a lot of people that like find this shit interesting and they're like, I want to do that. And there's a lot of people that aren't cut out for it and don't realize that, like, you do put yourself in some pretty shady situations to normal people. Like, it doesn't bother all of us. Like, you know, we've done it before. You know, I don't mind. I'll, you can stick me in a fucking dark room in the basement of the building. I don't give a fuck. I mean, it's cool. I'm cool with it. Not everybody is. So when you take somebody who might not know what they're getting into... And then you go, this place has all this shit going on. There's a pretty good chance that there's going to be a gut feeling within that person. Right. And that, that's not even just novices. That just happens. That happens with all of us. Like everybody, everybody has some ability to walk into a room or a building and be like, either be like, oh, it's going to be a fucking party or be like, no, no, somebody's going to get fucking stabbed in here. I was just talking about that, actually. I was just talking about, like, we were talking about going to a couple places here soon, sometime this year, and somebody was like, I want to go. You know, again, I was like, you know, if you go with us, I'm leaving you in a fucking, in like, in the deepest, darkest room in that fucking place. I won't go too far, but we're leaving you there. But, like, I want, I, like, I literally said, I want to go into a place so bad that you walk into and you go, oh, it's going to be a fun night. It's going to be a good one. Somebody's butthole's got to get touched. That's hard to come by, let's be honest. But Not if you got enough cash on you. That is true. Uh, but when it comes to what we were just talking about, the feelings and feelings of dread, I will say this. I agree with you to a certain point. You have to know yourself. And you have to keep uh, a calm head about you because things, things will start build. Mm -hmm. will start to build internally. Yeah, you get freaked out a little bit, and that will fucked. It'll snowball. So you have to keep your emotions in check. You have to have a little bit of ice water in your veins. Now, when it comes to Draper's like cabin, Lil Wayne, yeah, ice in my blade veins, blood in my eyes. Now, when it comes to Draper's cabin, I will say this: I, like I said, I've never been there, but I've talked to people that have been there. I've actually talked to people while they were investigating there on the phone via cell phone. Smoke message, smoke signals. No, I think just the whole idea of just being like, hello? Well, oh, yeah, what's up, Phil? What are you doing? Well, oh, yeah, watching the game? Oh, I'm just walking around ghost hunting, you know? Well, no, I got time. Let's talk. What's up? Well, this place, you just don't go for the night. You stay for a few days. That's why I could not go. I didn't have vacation. I take vacation time. I couldn't do it. You're there for days. Why? Because it's a cabin. You stay. It's a vacation spot, basically. Oh, so you have to, like, book this place yes, for you just a, don't, a, like you, a... Okay. Yeah, you just don't from the less it's changed. You don't just book this place for a couple hours. You book no, I mean, but like you can get it for like a night, right? I I don't. I think they do three day minimums. I think really. Yeah, That's this some money hungry this, shit. No, this isn't a. It's not for haunt. It's not a paranormal 
for paranormal. This is for vacation. So they're just riding that wave then? No, it's not even. They don't even. That's why you don't hear much about this. They don't advertise it as that. Huh. They downplay this. We should do it. Well, I need a vacation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's in the, the damn near a staycation for us. Fuck. But uh, like I was saying, I when I was talking to somebody that was on an actual vac- vacation or vacation investigation there, they actually had somebody who I I know leave. Of investigation? Yes, investigation. In- investigation? Oh, I'm going to start bleeding. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, good boo-boo. They actually had somebody get, you know, I don't want to say freaked out, but they didn't like it, and they just, they left. And this, I knew this person. I've investigated with this person before. Wasn't, isn't, you know, doesn't, didn't, doesn't yeah. get freaked out. Didn't you have a story? <laughs> didn't you know somebody or with were with somebody that the same thing happened in, like, Tennessee? Or was that this place? That's probably this place. Somebody told you this story before. Odds are. I thought you were with them. The story you no, told me. I've never me. investigated in Tennessee. No, really? Oh. I don't know. I could have swore you were telling, or maybe West Virginia. I don't know. I could have swore you told me you were someplace and like somebody was just like, fuck this, I'm out. Uh, I don't think so. That's the investigation I want to go. I want, I want, I would, I would very much enjoy going on investigation where somebody in the middle of it is just like, <laughs> how about new now the the last thing i want to talk about draper's cabin now there ha- now you won't find this very often you won't find this information uh on youtube or whatever at least i don't i don't think so but from people i've talked to that have visited that location have had people in their investigation party actually change become mm, clothes cl- no oh not clothes not dirty Actually, the personality, like something, mm. takes them over. Did they give them a Snickers? No. Fuck. And you're I, not yourself when you're hungry. I kind of got the brunt of this. Somebody went there and kind of got shitty with me via, you know, phone, via text through, you know, I believe it was through Facebook. Kind of got shitty with me, and. I told them. I told them some bitch. I said, "I ain't the one. Don't start with me." That, like, I, I, in my mind, I want that to be such a left field situation. You're just like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna hang out. You know, keep it low key because you'll be back tomorrow in town, right? Are we still doing dinner? I'll rip your fucking heart out through your chest and eat it and shit it out in front of your children." This was after they came back, and basically, the dude became a dick and kind of came at me verbally, which pre-stroke you couldn't do. I could fire back pretty quick. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I do, because I do that pretty regularly. I just don't actually have a bad attitude. No, but the guy came at me over something stupid. Thought, you know, it was petty, jealous bullshit, but he wasn't like he. Like that guy that fucking stepped up to me in the bar that one night? Kind of like that. When I was trying to fucking calm his wife down from screaming at the dudes at the bar? I was just telling that story. Yeah, it kind of, I mean, I never had an issue with this guy before. We weren't buddies, but I never had an issue with him. But got shitty with me. I had to call him out a little bit, say, dude. I ain't the fucking one. Don't don't come at me like that. At least you got that chance. I didn't get that chance with the guy in the bar. Did I ever tell that story on here? That shit, I, fi- I still find that kind of funny. But, and another person's actually significant other basically became kind of a pain in the ass and they broke up. The, the, basically, the story, you know, the, See, the whole attitude changes. You know, yeah. almost like, I don't want to use the word demonic possession, <laughs> but almost like something does change you there. Yeah. I've, you know, I mean, that could probably be categorized as oppression, too. I would, yes. Or oppression, whatever they call it. Yeah. 
But the, all I can think of is like, like, is like you see like this lovely, like blonde haired great mom, fucking good at volleyball, goes to the tanning bed, and she's like, "Phil, I will see you after the weekend. I love you. I love what you're done with your hair. I haven't done with anything with my hair. Shut up. I love it." And then she comes back and she's like, hates Phil. Fuck you. But that is this is something you have to. If you want to do paranormal investigation, you know you have to be ready for that shit. You have to be ready because, and I'm not even saying that it could something actually enter you and change you or take you over, but having an experience can change you mentally, or it could affect you. I don't want to say change you mentally, but could yeah. affect you in some way that you're not expecting. Well, and you know, if you look at it from the standpoint of believing in the paranormal and shit like that, it can do what it wants to do because. What it's also, whatever it might be, very well is potentially trying to negatively affect your relationships with the people that are close to you to draw you away from them. Right. The whole fucking separate the weak from the herd thing. I I swear I hear somebody's phone going off. You hear? Like, mine was. No, just, just a second ago. Like it vibrating. Because uh, I thought it was mine vibrating on that table right there hey basement slaves <laughs> shut the fuck up we're recording that'll get it canceled sorry basement people <laughs> all right let's uh move into indianapolis i'd rather not well as in let's what a shithole city that is that's beautiful though Downtown is gorgeous. Eh. Or it was when I was there. I mean, it's been 15 years, but. Eh. Eh. I'm talking like down, like downtown, like dead center of Indy, where like fucking, what is it? Was it Coleman has a grill spot I, there or something like that? I don't know. One of the fucking, like, it's like Coleman or Weber or something has a, because I went there when I was, I was 18 when I went to see the Indy 500. I don't mind Indianapolis that much. It's, it's all right. Typical inner city. Their highway system. Oh God! They, the whole no, the the road system in general in Indiana, and not only that. Actually, I was going to say the drivers, but we've already touched this on. <laughs> we've already touched the shit out of this. No, it's Illinois. Illinois if if yeah. our longtime listener Gonzo's in here, he lives in Illinois. He should know. I don't know if he's early. a native Illini. but fuck off driving in Illinois. Oh my God! It's like it's literally like. It's like driving if you, if every other person in every other car was fucking Joe Pesci in, like, I was going to list a movie, but just Joe Pesci before he turned, like, 75, when he was still fiery, you know? He said, don't you fuck me, Ace! Marv! Okay, yeah, but the highway system is, especially the interstate, I should say the interstate system, because they give you about three feet to get on the freaking interstate. Dude, oh, I know, because I almost died in you, fucking Indiana driving to Mil uh, Wisconsin one time. Whoever designed that, their on-ramp and on-ramp system, I guess. You can take an atomic suck on my shit pipe, fuck knob. You can suck all the dicks. I don't know. I said, were you there when I said that at the bar that one night? What? Something, somebody said something. I was like, you can take an atomic suck on my shit pipe. And these two guys that I had never fucking met or seen in my life, crying, laughing. 
Like I saw him. Like I was, and I kept. I think I was talking to you. It might have been. It might have been either you or uh, my other former bar friend. You know him. I used to live with him. Oh, okay, yeah. But like I, I said it, and like I'm just, and I keep seeing this guy like fucking laughing out of the corner of my eye, and I look over, and he's like crying, laughing, and his buddy's like starting to laugh, and he's like. I was like, you're right there, bud. He was like, did you say atomic suck on my shit pipe? I was like, duh. Hi, I'm Travis. Nice to meet you. It's also like the time that all the middle-aged guys that used to hang out up there with when I was up there. Mm -hmm. um, what was it? There was just, it was just a bunch of Tom, like just a bunch of dumb shit going on. You know, boys will be boys type shit with fucking alcohol involved. Yeah. And like somebody did something. I was like, that's fucking it. I'm sick of you assholes and your fucking horse cockery. Horse cockery. And dude, I used to say that shit all the time. They were like dying laughing and they're like horse cockery. That's a good one. I'm like, motherfucker, you get drunk with me all the time. I know for a fact you have heard me use this term because I say it pretty regularly. That's like me, like it's just like me saying "give yourself to me," which I know sounds bad, but like I say it to like like when I'm trying to like fucking pick something up and it just won't won't stay in my hand. I'm like, "give yourself to me." Sounds a little harsh there. Have you heard? Do you know me? Have you lived with me? Have you not ever just heard me in my room just <laughs> randomly? I will just randomly just fuck you. Because like I dropped my remote. <laughs> you got you got low key Tourette's. Oh no, <laughs> I dude, I've been fucking accused of having Tourette's. Not even for my cussing. It was because like I would randomly like try to pop my neck all the time. <laughs> all right, let's get and fucking to Matt. You know Matt. I'll say his name. He's been on the podcast. That's true. He was like, I'm, he was like, bro, you have fucking Tourette's. I'm telling you. And then he did his anime girl laugh because when he actually laughs, when he's not drunk. Mm -hmm. Have you ever met not drunk Matt? Mm, I don't think so. He's so quiet and subdued. He is the complete opposite of drunk Matt. It is fucking hilarious. You say something that makes him laugh, and he does. He laughs like a girl in an anime movie. He goes, ooh, and covers his mouth. And then you put fucking two angry orchards in him, and he's fucking, like, perching up on his tiptoes on a bar stool and, like, trading shirts with girls he's never met before. That's paranormal in itself. I saw that man give a woman her his uh, underwear in Putin Bay. They were on they were on a bachelorette party, and it was like part of their scavenger hunt. She was like, "Can we have like this is gonna sound super weird, but like we have to get somebody's a guy's boxers?" And he was like, "Bet!" And he just like ran off. And then he comes back to like waving them around like it's a fucking like it's the the flag at the end of a street race in Fast and Furious. And I was like, "Please put those down. I'm gonna get something." Not a sexually transmitted disease, just like some shit that, some backwoods shit that hasn't been around since the 1500s. Uh, this does not surprise me. While he's wearing his fucking toe shoes. Oh my God. And literally, dude, we went to Put-In-Bay. I drove to Put-In-Bay with him. You know, like those ripped up jeans he always wears? Uh -huh. He was wearing those. Yeah. And he was wearing like this cut off t-shirt. He wore it up there. This man went on a fucking weekend trip to Put-In-Bay for a bachelor party with me with a Kroger bag. No. That was nobody else. That was another friend of ours that had the Kroger bag. I don't think Matt brought a bag. I'm pretty sure he just wore the same clothes for the whole fucking weekend. Well, just not not his boxers though. Well, and we had a probably. Oh yeah, not he, after that. Yeah, he gave but him no, away. we had and then we had a redneck party when the night we got up there. I saw the pictures from that. Yeah, he didn't dress up. 
That's just what he wore. We were like, Matt fucking wins. His is natural. He automatically wins. And that's coming from the guy that had a mullet and fucking tube socks. My tube socks had mullets on the back of them. And I still have the shirt. I almost wore it tonight. It says, I don't give a a flying hillbilly fuck. Awesome. All right. Let's get back on track now. Segway. Jesus Christ. Indianapolis. Uh, Central State Hospital. We, I love haunted hospitals. Uh, this hospital has a reputation for being haunted. The hospital has was established in eighteen in the eighteen forties and was once one of the largest mental health institutions in the United States. That's a good start. Yeah, mental health institutions yes. just are. If you believe in the paranormal, traditionally, traditionally, they're just breeding grounds. Is your is your volume up on your phone? No, I think it was outside. Oh, anyway, so it was built in the 1840s. And it was a, at one time was the largest mental health institution in the United States. Now, the activity that has been reported there, uh, aberrations, people have reported seeing aberrations from former patients and staff members wandering the halls of the hospital, voices and screams. Visitors have reported hearing unexplained voices and screams as well as the sounds of footsteps and doors opening and closing. Pretty much standard issue shadow figures some people have reported seeing shadow figures uh moving around the hospital often in areas where no one else is present at the time Hmm. Uh, some people have also reported seeing objects moving on their own i guess like a gurney which is the oldest uh trick in the book when it comes to trigger objects i guess now hospitals are an interesting i think I should say, interesting place when it comes to paranormal activity. I think this plays more into residual Mm -hmm. because we haven't discussed it in a while, but I'm big on the energy aspect of paranormal activity. And you have to quit. There's definitely somebody outside because I just heard it sounded like somebody trying to warn somebody the cops are coming. Oh, Oh, shit. We're missing that. Uh, we ain't missing shit. Oh, but I don't see any fucking, any blue lights. When it comes to paranormal activity, I do think energy and the, what has happened to that location plays or imprints on the atmosphere. And that is, you know, I'm big on that. What? That isn't, that... Oh. So I think hospitals are very ripe for that condition. You know, there's a lot of suffering mm-hmm. going on. There's death. There's a, there's a place like this, like, not to sound insensitive, but there's a lot of crazy. And when you go into the mental, like what you're saying, the mental health stuff, that can, we know generally back in those days, they weren't treated the nicest. Right. Oh, my God. Did I tell you about that TikTok I saw? I don't, I wish I knew the guy's name. He's a, he's a, a black comedian that I've never seen. He's got to be, he must be somewhat new. But he was doing a podcast, and he was like, something came up, and he was like, yeah, my dad used to have schizophrenia. Used to and, have? Yeah. They, that's what the guy said. He was like, what do you mean? And he was like, he was like, please explain this. He was like, they they cured it? He was like, no, you know, but not the doctors, but, you know, the universe and God can cure anything. And he was like, he kind of had this face. He was like, really? And he was like, yeah. He was like, so how to cure it? He was like, or they started moving on, and he was just like, he died. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he died. And I just, I started fucking losing it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I I think that this is why I believe a lot of hospitals, you hear a lot about hospitals being haunted, especially when they've been closed down. Just for a matter of fact, 
It's not as busy. It's hard to pick out paranormal activity in a busy location. Yeah. There's so much noises. There's so right. Much that's like somebody stuff. trying to say that like Grand Central Station is haunted at 2.15 in the afternoon on a Saturday. Now, one thing about voices and screams, it's Indianapolis. <laughs> Outside noise contamination is very possible. Yeah. Now, if they would have said gunshots, then I would have said, okay, that's not haunting. Not yet. You know, so that's voice, a pre-haunting. Whenever you're in an inner city or a urban type area, you have to worry about. You have to take voice, any kind of audible evidence with a grain of salt, and do your what the fuck? I don't you know. <laughs> I just I, something took over my my being. Jesus Christ! You have to take that with a grain of salt. You know, you just don't know what's outside or whatever just right. a perfect example which i'm not covering this which is in indiana is thornhaven manor mm. the, where i did investigate yeah you know there's a and i think ghost adventures even debunks some screams or something or some kind of noise anomaly there by car passing by they debunked it yeah and i got firsthand experience with this because there's two there's a house and there's like a, a barn type area we were um, was there any animals? No. Okay. It was more of a. It's kind of a barn, but more storage at this point. So a barn. Right. <laughs> we were investigating there. And it's detached. It's probably maybe fifty yards, thirty yards, thirty or fifty yards away from the house. But you could see the road, and literally, people kids drove by, slowed down, and was screaming because they knew what people were doing. The place has a reputation. Yeah. They knew what you were doing. So you have to. When you hear any kind of Screams or noises, you have to take that into account. So, I don't know. Take that for what it's worth. I don't know what I'm talking about. Damn. Nope. Up over a thousand on that. I don't know why. Sweet. It was just up on my screen. Somebody fucking, no shit. Somebody, somebody commented on it and said, stolen from the office. Motherfucker, you name me one original joke. <laughs> one what? original joke you've come up with. Of course I stole it. What? Did you think you created the joke? Yes, I am a curator of jokes, in oh, case anybody God. didn't know. And the office actually got it from me when I was 12. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the, I guess, I don't know how to pronounce it, Basile Opera House. Anybody from, Indiana, anybody from Indianapolis, let me know. Basil. Basil, Basile, whatever. I also it, find it interesting. Did you know that a, uh, a, very, a, a very early form of a species is, con is referred to as a basil species? I don't know why. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't. Yeah. Like if you hear somebody talk about like, like I listened to a podcast about whales. Uh -huh. They're talking about, it was a basil whale. I was like, huh, interesting. Or wait, no, maybe that's just whales. I don't know. Don't listen to me. Go yeah. on. All right. This opera house was a, is a historic performing arts venue located in downtown Indianapolis. Uh, the building was constructed in 1894 as a theater for the vaudeville shows. Ow. It was named after its founder, Frank J. Basile, who, Basile. who was a permanent, prominent, he's permanent too. He's, he was Probably a permanent businessman. He was permanent. He's still alive. He's a vampire. He didn't do shit. The building, building, the building, Jesus Christ, building fell into dis, dis, disrepair. Again, for anybody listening or watching yeah, this for the first time, Phil had a stroke. Uh, 
phone to disrepair. He also the, talked like this before the stroke. <laughs> in the mid-20th century and was eventually abandoned. It was renovated in the 80s and 90s and reopened as a performing arts venue in the year 1999. Today, the Opera House is operated by the Indiana Historical Society and hosts a variety of performances and events throughout the year. Now, the paranormal activity that has been reported... I was going to say, are we going to talk about ghosts and shit, or is this just a fucking ad read for this opera house? I'm just giving... you got to have a history. I'm filling fucking space. Leave me alone, guys. It's like Tim Allen doing the pure Michigan. Uh, A ghostly woman has been sighted there. Some people reported seeing a woman dressed in a long white gown in the balcony area of the Basile Opera House. No shit. If I hear one... But she's still... This one's still alive, though. That's what they don't tell you. If I hear one more opera house... Lady in White story, or in any Hana location, mm. do does ghosts just have the most blandest yeah. color choices in what was, clothing? What was the lady ghost wearing? She was wearing wispy white Victorian era dress. That's fucking, that's original. Good job, Millie Vanilli, you fucking idiot. Go no. fuck yourself. Give me something better. Tell me the bitch was wearing one of those fucking Ice Cube shirts from Walmart. That would be a better fucking story. I want to hear some Lululemon fucking yoga pants and a fluorescent fucking headband. Well, maybe go back a little bit since it goes like a fucking baby fat or like a juicy couture. Right. Yeah, she was wearing a juicy couture sweatsuit. It was the ghost of fucking every Kim K super fan in the early 2000s. But I, I think Rawls Opera House lady has been reported there. There's a lady in white. So literally what we're saying is if you like ghosts everywhere you go, there's going to be a fucking chick in white in a white dress that floats. Well, I just hope it's cold and, you know, she's not wearing any undergarments. Jesus Christ. I am that guy. I had to uh, make it weird. I did. That's what I do. Uh, a ghost child. You would hit on a ghost. I would. You would be the guy that would be, somebody be like, there's a succubus here. And you'd be like, fuck yeah. I'd be like, how you doing? You show up and like, I'd be carrying like the lights and fucking cameras and I'm shit like that. They'd be like, what What equipment did Phil bring? He'd be like, I, Phil brought a $12 bottle of champagne from Walgreens and some fucking solo cups. Apparently he's going to try to wine and dine the succubus. Phil's a little bit of a whore. How's he going to do that? I don't know. Ask him how he did it with the last fucking four relationships he's been in. All right. Uh, after I interact with a ghost, we have a ghost child. Which has been reported. <laughs> this ghost child house. is fucking Casper. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. It's fucking, what's his name? From uh, uh, Chowder. I had a baby with a ghost. Boom. Chowder. But or a ch- fucking, uh, what's his name? Whitey from uh, Me, Myself, and Irene. I don't, I'm not a big John Kerry fan, so. John Kerry? Oh, Jim Kerry, whatever. I don't even give a fuck. I was going to say, you don't love the troops? Anyway, uh, speaking of real quick on a political stand, no, how do we feel about (laughs) why do we why do we just keep kind of brushing over the fact that Hunter Biden is a crackhead? Are we brushing by that just as a as a society? I think like I don't give as anybody who listens to this regularly knows I don't give a fuck. Democrat, Republican, they're all kind of shitty doesn't matter well but the president's son is a fucking crackhead that like lived at least at one point like lived in hotels and fucked hookers i'm sorry sex workers hey, hey like- if you're if you're banging the the son of the president you're a sex worker you're a you're a i don't even know what the fuck you are i'm just saying it sounds like a guy i would i could party with gonna be a good time 
I don't know if I would want to. Traditionally, crackheads not the type of people you want to be around. I can't say once in my life I was like, yeah, crackhead, fucking bang up guy, <laughs> bang up, stand up guy. Anyway, a ghost has been re a ghostly child, I should say, has been reported running the upper levels of the opera house. No way, a, wo a ghostly woman in white and a ghost baby. Of fucking course, all the ways, always the same fucking story. Where's the deadbeat ghost dad? Damn it. He's still getting ghost milk. <laughs> Butterfingers. Butterfingers. There's a throwback. We haven't made a Butterfinger reference in a minute. Some people have claimed to have seen the child playing and laughing while others felt his presence and heard his footsteps. How do we know it's a him? It said ghost Ooh, child. Ooh, they're fucking, they're assuming the gender of the ghost. You fucking pieces of shit. Now... Obviously, being a haunted location, you, we've people have reported hearing strange noises, noises Dirt. such as footsteps, whispers, and even singing. Make which you know at an opera house that kind of is credible. I think when you hear, yeah, if, especially in a residual type haunting, you hear somebody. Uh, well, that's also why the next time we go to Raw's, I want to take a Bluetooth speaker, and okay. we can we can do both ways. We can do traditional music from the time period that that was a popular place yeah and then i kind of also want to put on like fucking my music and see what it stirs up if, if uh, two, your music will one of two things is going to happen up satan yeah i was going to say one of two things is going to happen either if demons are real there's going to be one of those where we're walking around just like this shit's fucking awesome or you're going to have a bunch of, like, turn-of-the-century spirits walking around like, these fucking young whippersnappers with their noise. What is this? Now I'm going to be like, this is fucking metal, Grandpa. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move outside Indianapolis to the lovely town of Anderson, Indiana. Which I think is, I've been there. Uh, basically, fine. I think I've been through there. It's basically Hamilton. Indiana's version of Hamilton. Uh, now, so it's just slightly worse. Yes. Apparently, there's a state park called Mound State Park in Anderson, which I was not aware of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this place. Uh, it has a rich history of Native American culture. The land was once home to a large Native American settlement. Hmm. Sweet. Just like everywhere else, you bunch of white fucking thieves. <laughs> yes. There has been an... <laughs> Including at least part of my... Well, no, I don't think any of my family was here at the time. So, ha, 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 I'm better than you. Fuck off. There has been an abundance of activity reported at this park. Some people attribute the activity to the presence of ley lines. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, oh, what the hell was that? Which, for those that of you... Was the, that was the computer trying to fix your fucked up sentence. <laughs> hey, that's copy and paste it. I don't know what... I that. don't give a shit what you say. The stroke does not count as an excuse for bad grammar on a computer that goes, hey, this is wrong. Right-click me. This was copy and pasted, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Full transparency here on the GITN podcast. <laughs> uh Basically, ley lines are thought to be energy lines that run through the earth and can have or cause paranormal activity. Uh, this is all hypothetical alignment of natural or man-made landmarks. You know, a lot of people think that some of the ancient structures or... I was going to say, isn't the ancient Ram Inn, like, doesn't... In uh, the UK, doesn't that, like, allegedly sit on the crossing of two ley lines? Supposedly. Yeah. And it's also, I, I watched a video about that. Like, I knew about the ancient Ram Inn. That place is way older than I thought it was. The original structure is from, like, the like the 14 or 1500s. Or no, like the 1100s or some shit like that. How the fuck is that still standing? I don't know. 
Speaking of, I got some interesting shit to talk about later. Okay, well, we're about right. We just have a few more. Uh, but a lot of people think that ley lines are very spiritual, and that's why a lot of these structures are built on it, on them, I should say. Uh, but many believe these ley lines can attract UFOs as well. And they think that there's, it's almost like an energy grid, essentially. Energy grid. Which, you know, whatever. I, you know, whatever. Lay now, lady lines. One of the most haunted locations inside the state park is called Devil's Backbone. Of course it is. And this is a narrow ridge where visitors have reported seeing strange apparitions and experiencing feelings of unease. You're outside in the dark. You're going to feel unease. In a place called Devil's Backbone. Right. Uh, the activity reports there. Let's see. There have been several reports of disembodied voices and strange sounds in the park. I just read all this. It's a fucking park. Uh, whispers, screams, strange humming sounds that seem to be coming from the ground, which... Very interesting. Hmm. Uh, shadow figures have been sighted there. Uh, these figures are said to be human-shaped, but n not really humanoid. It would be a better, <laughs> better description of them. So, like a ghost, like the traditional sheet ghost. Well, a blob. You know, a, a, an a amorphous mass. blob. Uh, let's see here. Now, some people also have seen a spectral figure that appears to be a woman in a white dress, of course. Well, fuck me two ways from Sunday. Who'd have fucking thought that shit? Uh, Just take your fist and pound it down my fucking throat with this white dress information. And, of course, a lot of the activity... Oh, I should say, there have been UFO sightings in this general area, uh, above this park. What? Which, you know, that's a side note, but... Just so you know, there's yeah. a lot of energy there. We're not uh, we're not here to talk about fucking aliens. God damn it! When it comes to aberrations, let's just say they've seen some Native American ghosts running around in Native American attire, not just white dress bullshit. I bet they're probably running around like, "Hey, Whitey, the fuck out of my house!" So, you know, we've talked about this before. The Native American burial ground gets a lot of love when it comes to the paranormal world. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's it, rightfully so, I would think, because, like, I said like way too many times in that fucking sentence. Um, what am I trying to say here? If this whole spiritual realm and da-da-da of the world is real, mm -hmm. the Native Americans, or any Native people, really, should, could, and would, and in my opinion, do have a closer relationship and better understanding of it than our dumbasses. You would think. One, lack of technology. Two, closer connection with the land and the earth as it is. Three. Yeah. Okay. Should have stopped at two. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a quitter. But I think... The Native American aspect of paranormal activity is overplayed. Oh, yeah. It's trying to justify the unjustifiable. I think it's, it's. Uh, I don't know how to how to put it. I feel like it's kind of like a, a, a form of gaslighting, if you will. Could be. Like I feel like you know if, if somebody's trying to get a point across that something's haunted, to try to gain some type of. Uh, Whatever. 
to 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 reach some sort of gain or clout or whatever the fuck i feel like especially in the united states if you throw in indian burial ground or native american og burial ground uh anything like that then most people are just gonna be like as soon as you're like indian burial ground people are like "Ooh, my paranormal nipples are hard now Can, oh how much could this be white guilt too such a stupid term. Well, I, that's why I said it. But, you know, I'm sure... Just, I don't know. That one might be valid for the fucking... What happened to the Native American people. The, it's called, I believe, the technical term is genocide, but that's beside the point. Uh, yeah, it was literally an entire country worth of gentrification. Don't let the small smallpox fool you. It's okay. But a, would you like a blanket? I mean, seriously, I mean, could there be some white guilt in in our subconscious? Because that was why we put so much um, paranormal, whatever the word I'm looking or for. Or is there still an, under, an, an underlying unknown level of defamatory views of Native Americans? Mm. Because in most cases, a paranormal situation is bad. Well, see, I have Native American blood in me, so you bunch of racist bastards. That's I, what I'm saying. Like, there's I, just some old white guy walking around like, them natives, them engines are still fucking this country up. You could have a valid point, too. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. But I, I do think it's a little cliche to oh, always yeah. play the Native American haunting card. A hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's be, just a, it's a throwaway thing. It's right. like you can just be like, you can just fart out anything and say it is accompanied with that or or, or connected to that, and people will be like, mm-hmm. I mean, it might yep. be, it might be truly valid, but then again, I don't know. I don't. I'm. I think it's just overplayed. It could be like there could be a fucking old Cherokee dude sitting by a fire right now, getting drunk with a fucking Wendigo, a Skinwalker, and a ghost, and just being like, <laughs> "Stupid white fucks." Okay, we got one more building now in the heart of downtown Anderson, Indiana. There is a historic venue called the Egyptian Room. It was built walk like Egyptians. It was built in the early 1900s. And was originally a Masonic temple. Ooh, now we're getting into something. Oh, fuck. The building has since been converted into a popular event space that hosts concerts, weddings, and other special events. The activity that has been reported there, strange noises, unexplained movements, aberrations. Uh, some people have reported feeling a strong presence of or energy in certain areas of the building, particularly, particularly near the backstage area. No way where all of the electronics probably are. We'll, we'll cover that. Uh, investigators have caught EVPs and footage of these ghostly figures walking the fuck around. Okay. I don't, I think I have a valid explanation. Was it Jada Pinkett Smith's career? Oh, we're, well, I want to talk about this that after. This is the last one. Jada Pinkett Smith's career? Yeah. Okay. Um, Count I, me in, I can I can solve, I know why this place is haunted. All the satanic Masonic rituals that took place right there. yeah they're sacrificing babies that was a joke people should be a patreon you know this we talked about this we did patreon episode i don't fucking know because uh, i don't think we number them anyway. probably the last one but because, i'm surprised that yes. didn't come up in the research 
that you know because the Mason, Freemasons get fucking accused of everything. I'm surprised as they should. Shuck my. Just because you remember or were a member, technically, technically, you know, like I said, I wish the Freemasons were into some some of the shit they're accused of. They yeah, would, maybe you would have stuck around. Would have been <laughs> way been more fucking interesting. interesting. Anyway, uh, but you know, it's all the same stuff. An old building. Is there a bitch in white? I don't. Probably, but they didn't report it. It's all the standard stuff. Now, it has been haunted on several, or haunted, investigated. It's been haunted on several <laughs> occasions. It has been investigated. You know, you have caught a lot of, they have caught a lot of evidence. But, like, EVPs at a location like this, in still in the heart of a downtown area, mm. a lot of noise pollution, you know. So, it's hard to really prove any of the EVP shit, really. Let's be honest. Right. Because sound waves travel a great distance. And a digital recorder can pick up some weird shit. You never know. That's but, true. But what do you think, Snoop? <laughs> anyway, I don't even think you can see it on camera. Your Snoop bobblehead. We're, we're joined by Snoop Dog, our co-host, and Corona. I'm just going to start putting my random trinkets behind us every every episode. So, I don't None of these locations are stuck out to me. The Draper's Cabin sticks out a little bit just cuz I do know some people that there have went there and I the change in per, personality is interesting. Yeah. To to go somewhat normal and then come back a douchebag. Yeah, you know. Might be something to it. Either be a douche or don't be a fucking douche. Don't blame it on the ghostesses. Pick a side, motherfuckers. Pick a side. But that'll wrap up uh, the Indiana hauntings. We hopefully we might there might be we might get over to Indiana and do some haunting or investigation. <laughs> We're gonna go haunt the fuck out <laughs> of Indiana. We're gonna go do some haunting. I'm um, gonna be walking around the university with a sheet on, going who. You know, I left, off, I left off Randolph County Asylum, yeah, which I'd been to, and there's two or three videos on it, the channel for that. So I left that off. These are places, you know, I weren't quite aware of, except for Draper's Cabin. Hmm. So I left off, and I left off Thornhaven, which I'd been to too. I wanted to do some of the other ones because Thornhaven, Thornhaven Manor just sounds haunted. It's not. It's it's not. I was very disappointed. Oh, no, but my voice is sounding really sexy tonight. Oh, speaking of, what? good segue. We were just talking about the Egyptian room. Did I tell you about the interesting stuff about Egyptian technology? What about it? So they found not even evidence leading them to believe, basically just straight-up evidence of, so they had, like, core drills mm -hmm. in ancient Egyptian times. Yeah. Which one, kind of weird, right? Yeah. But not only did they have these tools to, like, drill into stone. Pretty long periods. Well, you know you, you know how core works. You drill and then you basically snap off the, the, the core sample is what they would usually be used for today. But they also did this test on, one of, on some of them where it's a very simple test. You literally just take a string and you put it in the striations on the core. Yeah. And then you wrap it around and you measure 
how like the distance of the cutting striation versus the distance that it travels vertically on the core. Right. And they did that and through that simple test, not they're not saying that these core drills that the ancient Egyptians used <laughs> were spinning faster than modern technology. Mm-hmm. But if you take the test results and you look at their distance their rotational distance versus their vertical distance of the cut itself versus today's their technology was about 50,000 times more effective than our modern day core drilling technology well there's no doubt that i'm i'm a big proponent of the theory that there's a shitload more technology in ancient Egypt than we fucking give them credit for. Or not even just ancient Egypt. Or that there was some kind of catastrophe in the people who actually because we know the Sphinx was built much older. It's been proven. Let's yeah. Than what it's reported the textbooks say. Well it's also just legitimately like that that culture is or or dynasty, whatever you want to call it is just older than most people realize it, period. Well, because I there's a theory that the pyramids, the Egyptian pyramids and the Sphinx were all built by a more advanced society. The, something happened in the what we call the Egyptian, I forget the actual term for it, dynasties, the dynasty era, kind of, I don't want to say walked into it, but they were the survivors. Technology had been, you know, lost to the calamity that had happened mm-hmm. and these were the survivors but they didn't quite understand what it was so they yeah. they just kind of i think joe rogan got a little bit about it mm. but uh they didn't build it but they did do some amazing things but they kind of found them and we attribute it to them they do because i don't i don't think i forget i listened to a podcast last week about this there's no, they, the Egyptians did such a great job of documenting, but they really didn't document how they did it. Yeah. Why not? Probably because, maybe because, maybe because it's all speculation because they didn't do it. They kind of were left over after the worldwide possible extinction type event mm-hmm. wiped out the civilizations, which and I've always said this. I think the, the flood story in the Bible has happened many, many times. I think we were much more advanced in the past. And then something happened, knocks us back to the Stone Age, essentially. Yeah. And we start all over. Global warming. Well, yeah. I mean, but we're struck by meteors all the time. Asteroids are coming. Comets are coming. Well, I mean, it's not even just Egypt. I mean, just look at, like, South America. Right. Well, just like, was that? What's that place? I, I never can pronounce it. Um, that they found. Gobegli Tepe? Yes. That literally shoots a timeline, blows just the fucks timeline, everything up. Blows the timeline, moves it back what, like twelve thousand years yeah, or some shit 12, like that. Twelve, fifteen thousand years. Yeah, these people were hunter gatherers, basically jerking off with stones and. But they had, but they could. They had the technology to make buildings, right? And something, for some reason, it was covered up. There's evidence that it was covered up, mm-hmm. like they, somebody tried to hide it. Well, I mean, it's just like so, fucking, like I was saying, like just like fucking South and Central America. 
specifically like Brazil and shit like that. Like, so they're always finding stuff. We've seen it. We've talked about it. Like those, those, the, the ridiculously accurately cut stones. Oh yeah. Stonework that they find in South America where they're literally flush within microns of an inch with each other, which doesn't fucking make sense. If you're saying that they're a thousand years old from what, science and and history tells us or from what history tells us and then there's also the fact that like they're finding all this stuff and it's just like like i think it's like machu picchu right like machu picchu's just been discovered in the last like 100 years or some shit or 120 years or some shit like that Mm -hmm. and that's supposed to be like this big like one like the biggest civilization in that area how the fuck do we know and there's also the fact that like now they're speculating that places like machu picchu and shit like that have are bigger than we know because we haven't spread out even any further. And like there's a, the, the majority of the Amazon has not been fucking discovered or well, I don't want to say discovered. hasn't been adventured. And the only way you find that shit is by cutting everything back. Because as we all know, nature's going to take everything back. Well, they, that LIDAR radar system, yes. or whatever, they have found cities the size of yes. London in yes. the Amazon. They completely fuck everything up because they're like, they're thinking that at that time you had like several thousand people and now they're like, no, looking at this, this city probably had millions of people Mm -hmm. as its population. So not only did that exist and we didn't fucking know about it or we just brushed over it, but that means that the people that established this fucking society in this place had the population and the infrastructure to support that type of population, which we did not think was possible before. I agree. And getting back to Egyptian, you know, dynasties, you know, I kind of, I don't, it almost sounded like I was kind of shitting on the Egyptians just by saying they, maybe they just found these, (coughs) excuse me, or they fell into them. But I personally, and I've, there's evidence that the Egyptians were much more advanced than what we even give them credit for. Yeah. They were probably were seafarers. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. I don't doubt that at all. I think there's a report of a mummy. They did, you know, I found a hair DNA Mm -hmm. on a mummy from that had cocaine in it. Sweet. She she was doing, I think it was a female. She was doing, doing blow. They didn't have cocaine in Egypt. Fucking party. The, the cocoa bean, I think, is South American. South American. So obviously, somebody traveled. Either they traveled. She was doing blow in South in Brazil, partying for a weekend, and came back and died. Or you know, and I think there's another story of an Egyptian ship that crashed or went, ran aground in uh, was it Australia? Mm. Now, and they found this by some cave paintings, hieroglyphic paintings. Now, they tried to say it was a hoax, I believe. But where that falls apart is I believe there was some hieroglyphic, whatever they're called, individual glyphs Mm -hmm. that weren't decoded until here recently. We didn't know what what that... Which is, that, that shit's happening all the time. So how did... Somebody fake it back in, I think it was, don't quote me on this, back in the 60s or 70s, they found it. Yeah. How did somebody in the 70s fake it when that um, glyph hadn't even been translated yet? Well, I mean, 
like we're, we're we're acting like we know everything about Egyptian civilization. We don't even know no. the whole fucking written language. Well, we don't we don't know anything about our. We have a good theory. We have some good theories about our ancient past. Well, and I think it's I think it's hard for a lot of people, and probably even to the point of science, people in the scientific field, to really like try to put into terms that we can understand and fathom like the amount of time that all of this shit could have potentially taken up you know what i mean it's just like like we, we i've said on here before like the fact that we think okay so the the pyramids were what like three thousand years ago or some some shit like um, that supposedly the three or four four i think but i think that's but then you think of the Closer fact that, like, 10 now. I think they're trying to push it back to possibly 10. That makes total sense because I've said on, on here before the amount of time between when Princess Cleopatra was alive as a part of the Egyptian society and hierarchy or higher ups mm -hmm. is, from what we understand, a greater length of time was existed between her being alive and the pyramids of Giza being built. Than there has been between the pyramids of Giza being built and today. I think I've heard it as she was closer to the iPhone being invented than the pyramids have been built. Yeah, something that. Or just sure. like even more, even more crazy is in. You can fact check me on this, but I think this is accurate. Just from everybody's seen Jurassic Park and shit, the uh -huh. time between the Stegosaur. Mm -hmm roaming the earth and the time of the t-rex as we know it because mm -hmm. that's a, another common misconception is people think that all these dinosaurs were around at the same time that's not true like we ain't shit the dinosaurs were around for over 200 million years that's a long stretch of time but the time between stegosaur and what modern what we know in modern day as t-rex uh -huh. there was more time between then than there has been since between today and when T-Rex went extinct. Damn. Or maybe when the dinosaurs went extinct. It's kind of mind-boggling when you think about it. That's 65 million years. Yeah. It's been 65 million years since dinosaurs, for better or worse, went extinct. Um, getting back to one thing that you were talking about, these ancient ruins and buildings and stuff like that, about how precise they were. Just to put it in perspective, how advanced these civilizations had to be to build these structures so precise. Yeah. You know what I do for a living. Mm -hmm. Most of these structures are, they've proven that they are within one to two thousandths of being perfect, square, yeah. fitting. Shit that you can't do today with modern. No, with well, modern. Well, the, I mean, you can. But here's like, the thing what I do as a machinist. Mm hmm thing called tolerance when i'm putting making something like if i'm safe i'm making whatever it is you know Got this it. this arm or part this arm i have tolerances that i have to be within yeah there can be discrepancy but it has to be ever so slight and my general tolerance tolerance that i have have to work in is about ten thousands now a human hair is anywhere from Eight to sixteen thousandths in diameter, mm -hmm. thousands, just like my dick. And for those people, let me explain to this: half inch. Think of a 
half inch. <laughs> See what I did there? It took me a second. <laughs> you know, a half inch is five hundred is point five zero zero, right? That's yeah. five hundred thousandths. Mm-hmm. A sixteenth of an inch or a, thir- a thirty second of an inch is thirty two thousandths. Mm-hmm. So a, a thousandth is really fucking small. You, you know how your hair is. I work within about my average is about ten thousandths of tolerance. Mm-hmm. Some five. I can be two to three sometimes, but a good average is ten thousandths. These things are within two thousandths of each other, and that is hard to do. And I work with a fucking computer doing it. You know, yeah. my machine is computer operated. Now it's there is some operator operator stuff that I can do, but you have to be very precise. And with modern technology, that's still hard to do. Yeah, if I see something plus two thousandths minus zero, my sphincter gets a little tight. Cause fuck, I gotta hit. I gotta be on my fucking game. Yeah. And I ain't that fucking good. And these people were doing it with stones and chisels. Right. Go fuck off. Fuck off. Right. Picasso couldn't do that shit with stones and chisels. They had some that's, sort and of see, technology. that's what I'm saying. Like, and then you have this you have this knowledge, and it's like what I what really blows my mind is why is everybody so hung up on the dumb shit that doesn't fucking matter? Like fucking Stonehenge. Okay, yeah, there's some mysteries. Fuck Stonehenge. Stonehenge is in the middle of a fucking field with ropes around it and shit, so you can go visit it. There's clearly nothing going on there that fucking matters. I'm sorry. Stonehenge is a fucking, is a, a, is a astrological tracking system. It is probably a calendar or a timekeeping piece, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Let's dive into the fucking Amazon and shit. But also, let's just don't. Like, like the 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 thought provoking side of me wants to go just fucking level the whole place and let's see what's in there. But at the same time, also just don't like right because we're gonna fuck everything up for everybody in there. Like mm-hmm. literally, if we if we go adventuring in the Amazon, you know how many fucking not untouched, but like for all intents and purposes and lack of a better word, untouched societies of people are going to fucking die because of it. Right. Uh- not not just because I'm saying we're going to level the land just by coming in contact with us. Well, you know. We give somebody in the middle of the fucking jungle the our common cold that they've never had before. Next thing you know, you've got an, a, 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 a localized fucking epidemic of deaths due to something that fucking Tylenol cures. Well, you know, here's my issue with, you know, academia in our past. We have to be... Open-minded and think. We didn't have all the answers. We learn new things every every day. Mm-hmm. But the old guard of academia is so stubborn in this is how it's going. No, this is how it is. No, we yeah. don't know how it was. You have a thought. Are, are you that scared just because you wrote a book fucking 40 years ago to be proven wrong? No, we didn't. You were right within the time frame and the evidence that you knew of it's okay to be wrong when things change well then go figure you have that whole setup and then one of the scientific fields that really dives into this shit and wants to kind of change things and prove things wrong at all times is archaeology right do you know what what is ranked as one of the top 10 least useful least useful least least gainfully employed and lowest paying degrees in college archaeology archaeology it can be good obviously any career any any anything can 
be gain can get you gainful employment potentially but i think it was like it's i think like out. i think like 10 to 12 percent of like recent college graduates in the archaeological field are unemployed and the rest of them are making under like 20 something thousand dollars a year and experienced people that are graduates in archaeology or have diploma or diplomas degrees in archaeology and have been in the field for like eight to 20 years are making like a median income of like forty six thousand dollars so you mean not all archaeologists people with an archaeology dr grant from jurassic park yeah, or well actually Josh I think he Gates was, in real world or real life yeah because they're not fucking tv stars because <laughs> i actually think i think dr grant from jurassic park was somewhat a decent per- portrayal of an archaeologist they thinking, were sitting there scrounging for fucking money to keep their dig going when they're like look at this fucking groundbreaking shit that we're finding when i was in junior high like sixth seventh eighth grade was you know junior high years for me in 1842 close to that 1980s thank you very fucking much uh what was christopher columbus like he was a dick that's what I hear. I don't know why we have Columbus Day still. His brothers were real assholes, though. Um, I actually Chad Columbus. <laughs> I wanted to be an ar- I was wanted to be an archaeologist. I still want to be an archaeologist or a paleontologist. Either one, you know. But you know, it just I love digging because I loved because I think it was sixth or seventh grade when they in, when I was in school was when they hit ancient Egypt hard yeah. in your social studies and history class. Mm-hmm. I was fascinated by it. See, they don't touch on that shit much anymore, right. even when I was in school. So, you know, so I get it, but we need to just keep it, we need to realize we don't have all the answers. And what we thought, we know Christopher, Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. Fuck no. He did, what, didn't he just discover Jamaica or? If that. He discovered, one. it was a Caribbean, he landed in the Caribbean. And there was people here already, right? The, we we're pretty sure, and it's probably been proven. You know, it's debated, but it's pretty much proven that the Vikings were here before him. No, that is. I don't even think that you that can really debated? debate that anymore. The Vikings were here before him. Probably a bunch of other people were here. See, before. but here's the crazy part. I'm pretty sure it's now coming out. I'm pretty. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're starting to find potential evidence that the Vikings landed on the west coast before Columbus ever got here. That would mean that they circumnavigated the fucking globe, basically, Man. and went to the other side of the of North America. So they would have had to gone through the Mediterranean or around the southern tip of South America. No, of Africa. They're saying that they circumvented and went around the other way. Well, all they would, if they would have left because they were basically no, they they could go around you know go South, South America and go around South America. But that, I mean, they're, they're, that's the other theory. But the one that's way or, more exciting is that they went around through the Mediterranean or because we know they went through the Mediterranean through a, around Asia. Well, they definitely went through the Mediterranean. That that there's no doubt in my mind that that's a thing. But what's the big? Why is it? Why do a lot of the old time academia people are just afraid to be wrong? It's okay to be wrong with new information. It's okay. Right. It's okay. It's okay. To be, I know I'm change wrong. is scary, but like it's okay. <clears throat> I'm wrong daily. I've probably been wrong fifteen times on this fucking podcast in the past hour and twenty three minutes. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. I'm, I had a stroke. I'm not using that as an excuse. See, my question, here's my question. Here's where my mind really starts to boggle itself is 
who so if you look at the different parts of the world who started who was the first in north america you would think people of asiatic descent yes or personal opinion and it's not personal opinion it, like this is pretty widely shared uh-huh. i think that somebody that is related to close more closely than anybody else to like Australian Aboriginal people or people from like New Guinea are probably the closest thing you can find to like what I guess you would call a primordial Homo sapien. Yeah, I can't disagree with you. <clears throat> I think. And then everybody's like, well, what is East Africa is the da da da. It was all fucking connected at one point. And that's my, that's what really blows my mind is I'm thinking like, okay, so what you're saying is potentially. There's always been people here. What you're saying is potentially human life could possibly go back to either Pangea or Swaziland before a lot of, before the continents all broke loose from each other. Which is millions and millions and millions of years ago. And right. if you look at the if you look at the disbursement of people, it it, it could be a thing. It could be. We could we've probably been here like I said, I believe that civilization has started, died out, or something has happened and wiped us out and we've started over again. Yeah. I, think, I mean what was because I mean like North America, like there's no doubt if you're fucking have a brain realistically it was like asiatic people crossed the bering strait and that's where everything started from over here okay you know what i'm saying like yep. realistically that's that's the in my mind that's the most bulletproof option one which more- would have like for that to happen and that for the evolutionary traits that have changed between asiatic people and uh tribal Native American or South American people, that takes a long fucking time. And let's be real, Inuit people look like a perfect fucking cross between a native North American or South American and an Asiatic person. I can't disagree. There's one thing I want to talk about. We got to get out of here because Jalupa's obviously hungry. Yeah, you fucking whine. But there's one thing I want to talk about. Before anybody jumps our ass, the dog is well taken care of. She's just very fucking... She's a needy bitch. Yes. Uh, She's like, I'm fucking hungry now, and you will bring me my fucking chicken tendies and a goddamn iced coffee, bitch. There's one thing I want to talk about. Did you watch Chris Rock's special? Uh, I don't know. I think I fell asleep on it, but I, I did watch some of it. Um, Dude, he, are you talking about his Will Smith rant? He went hard at Will oh Smith. Oh, my God. And here, this is what I want to talk his, about. His his level of like acceptable racism that he pulled on that when he was like he had me rooting for Massa. I was like, oh shit! It was funny. I and I don't blame. I hated Chris, his outfit, Chris Rock, one bit. But what I have a problem with is fucking Will Smith. What? Oh, he's come out. He's butthurt about this shit. For what? He's pissed. For what? 
He his feelings are hurt because Chris Rock came at him so hard. Go suck a dick, fuck nut. You you you, you physically assaulted the man on national television. He has every right to fucking rip you apart. It's not your. It's not his fault that exactly. he's just better at it. It's not his fault that he can verbally accost you better than you can physically assault him. I mean, you slap somebody, you deserve. It. You slap a fucking comedian on national fucking television. Yeah, it's it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. The fuck do you think? What do like, you think he's been doing for fucking 12 months? Isn't he from fucking like Brooklyn or the Bronx or some shit? Yeah. He, he's like, like th- th- that's what you do. That's what you fucking like. Motherfuckers in New York run their mouth constantly. You think you're not going to get fucking just tore the fuck up by him? You know, Will Smith got what he fucking deserved. And I'm okay. Hey, I don't care. Give a fuck if you slap somebody. Go whatever. Do what you got to do. If but that, don't be shocked when there's a fucking, some type of repercussion. Don't. Because honest, I mean, like, don't I try, think Chris Rock handled that very well. Because if it was me, I don't, I'm not saying this against Will Smith. I'm like, if you walk up and slap me, there's a pretty good chance that you're going to get fucking backhanded in the head. The fact that you didn't end up both going to jail over a fucking fight on live television in front of millions of people and you smacked him. And then he tore your ass the fuck up on his comedy special. I'd say that's that's fucking even Stevens. I exactly you you give him what you deserve. Yeah. You did it. He didn't. It, he could have very easily did it immediately afterwards. Yeah. But no, he took his time. Honed that. You're just yeah. You're just mad because he just sharpened the blade of those jokes at your expense. Cut deep. And he was fucking right because if that would have <laughs> been anybody other than Chris Rock. Dude, well, it wouldn't happen. Oh, yeah, but I don't see him running around smacking. Was it Theo? Like, they were talking, I think it was like they were talking about Manscaped or some shit. And he was like, People get bald, man. Will Smith's husband. It happened to him. <laughs> like, you don't see him going searching for fucking Theo. Yeah. Like, it shit happens, man. You smack the dude. He fucking verbally smacked the shit out of you on his comedy because, special. Like you said, there's, he's lucky he did it this way because there are some motherfuckers you slap. Ain't gonna go down like that. Yeah, ain't gonna sit there and take it. Yeah, like it's like I say, you didn't. I, I don't walk up on the rock and smack him. You know, you smack me like that. Go you, smack Brock Lesnar. See what happens. Even if the biggest motherfucking world smack me, okay, I'm gonna get my ass kicked, but I ain't going down like a bitch either. You right. Know, I'll take an ass whooping, but you're not gonna get away clean scaven. You're gonna they're gonna have to pump my stomach to get your nuts out of them. Right. You know, but you know, don't bitch. Don't be a little baby about some jokes that were told at your expense because you did something incredibly stupid. Right. I mean, like... Just shut up. Just sit down, shut just up, take and pay it. fucking attention. Just take it. Take it on the chin like a porn star. Like... Because <sighs> he blew his wad all over you, and just take it. Because it, I would imagine, in my mind, I would have to think that even Will Smith, like, Will and Jada had to be sitting there at one point watching that special and be like... <laughs> Like you had, like, I mean, it was fucking funny. Let's be honest. When he when he's starting it and he said, "Yeah, it hurt." Summertime still ringing in my ear. I started fucking rolling. I was like, "Okay, that was fucking good, dude." Like, and that I, I'm not even like a Will Smith hater super hard. No, like, I, I I I there's a lot of Will Smith movies that I really like, and I grew up watching Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I unfortunately grew up listening to fucking the Big Willie style album because. Loved it as a kid. I'm sorry. It's not that good. Um, it's but just take it. Don't don't cry about it. You look like a bigger bitch now. 
that he did when his wife was cucking him with August Alsina. Yeah, I mean, A, yes. It's just not a good... I mean, you can't expect Chris Rock not to say something about you when you're... There's pictures of your son on social media with hanging out with the guy that your wife was banging. You know, hey, if you're in an open relationship, whatever, that's your... That's yeah, that, that's cool, but like, all, but also don't be shocked and appalled when the world's like the fuck. Well, when you fucking smack somebody on national television, all things are off the table. All right. on the table, nothing's fair. Everything's fair game. Yeah, and don't be butt hurt and cry like a little fucking whiny bitch about it. But you fifty cent wouldn't have taken it that easy. I mean, just take it and run. Take it and just. Move on with yeah, your the fucking dude, life. Yeah, the dude made some banger jokes at your expense after you smacked the shit out of him on TV. I mean, Suck it the fuck up, Buttercup. That's what happens. You yeah. smacked a fucking comedian. It's going to fucking happen. You no smack, shit. You smack a boxer, what's going to happen? You're going to get punched in the fucking head. Right. Go smack Mike Tyson. I bet you're going to be like, oh, what the fuck? You up super hard right now. <laughs> Will Smith, I don't think you understand the, le- the, the, the overwhelming pain that's about to come into your life. You just put your hands on me, and I'm about to hurt you worse than your wife hurt your manhood. <laughs> All right. That's... And not only that, but you're about to have your manhood hurt by somebody with the same fucking haircut as your wife. Let's do this, homeboy. I'm about to fuck you up. I will fuck you in the ass if we was in prison, motherfucker. You fucking bitch. All right. Let's go ahead and end this uh, wonderful episode. Thanks for everybody who stuck this out. We appreciate all the uh, people in the chat. Thank you, guys. If you are catching this on your favorite podcast app, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check us out on Spotify so you can hear me. You can hear the finished product of me reading an advertisement, which hopefully we still have the unfinished product, and we will find a way to release that audio of me fucking up left and right. Actually, I only fucked up like four times. Yeah, but... uh iHeartRadio. We're big on iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. I will say this just for you audio listeners. If you're not watching or listening to us on Spotify, the video version, the Spotify has the video version. So you get the video version on Spotify. We got partnered. Not really. So just we're like, sure, you fucking assholes can put videos up on our shit. Yeah, pretty much. So if you don't like YouTube and you want to get the podcast visually and see my beautiful face and his ugly face Wait, go to Spotify alright what's the song from fucking stuck or from family everywhere you look alright we will see you guys next Wednesday for another fun filled episode I don't know what we're going to talk about neither do I and it's but my fucking week that next week so I'll figure that one out maybe will... I'll do that tomorrow or Saturday night Saturday night that's what I'll do we'll figure it out but it'll be something fun and be immature at the same time. I have a couple ideas. I will guarantee. I just gotta you. whittle it down. I like. am going to work. I think we're going. I <laughs> might do some conspiracy coming up. Me or you? Well, one of us. No, oh. I want to do. I want to say is that you? Is that you? Fucking sprinkling a seed of. Yeah, of, I, there might be a conspiracy episode though. And I just don't know what conspiracy to do yet. I mean, I literally have. A third of a conspiracy episode already I done. Wanted, we just already kind of talked I about it. I think I want you to start working on your Scientology episode. But that's We're what's... fucked. They're going to get a shutdown for sure. That's what's coming in the future. So we thank Fuck, you. Fuck, Will Smith's going to come after us after uh, this one. Big Willie can just suck my toe. What are you, an 80-year-old woman from fucking, like, 
Montana. Suck my toe. Maybe. Big Willie style all in it. All right. We will see you guys next week. Take care. We love you. Like and subscribe. Share. All that happy shit. Chris Rock wins. We're out.